At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the live betting angles for every game. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of VSIN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here on the eve. Of opening night of the National Football League regular season, you made Bills, it. Rams, you made it, kid. One more sleep. You, 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 you were you were struggling in about I mean, June, early July. I'm like, telling you, man. I don't know. It was about middle of June, even around the NBA Finals and the NHL, the Stanley Cup Final. Around that time, I was like, man, mm-hmm. I'm ready for football. Yeah, <laughs> ready for football. Exa- yeah, and we and, still had three months to go. <laughs> and look, we finally got it here. And yeah. I mean, it just gets busier. You got to do more things. Sign up for the contest. Get all your stuff in. Get everything written up for uh, all but the people out there in Beeson land. And, it's just so much more fun. And no offense to the, the other sports, but it's just, yes. man, there's nothing that beats football. You, you know where it's really going to kick our butts, though, is once we get to November. Yes. And like a college basketball junkie <laughs> like me, that that's kind of like one of my primary sports, not only to watch, but also to bet. All of a sudden, we're going to have football in full swing. We're going to have the World Series going on. We're going to have hockey starting. We're going to have NBA. We're going to have college basketball. And you just, you know... 
Yeah. It's gonna no. be like, it's be like, can we go back to August, please? I know. I know, man. I wish it was July when there was <laughs> no, like no, no, nothing. No, no, no. Not gonna say that. Yeah, say we're, we're, we're if we got to get your betting fixed, you got to bet like TBT or something. But uh, uh, update real quick here yes. at the U.S. Open. Uh, uh, Alcaraz with an early break now. Yannick Sinner gonna try to go ahead and get back on serve at three to two. Uh, this was one I liked the over at thirty nine and a half games. I thought this was at least gonna go four sets here. Alcaraz closed the favorite. I believe pretty much market wide about a dollar eighty, so a take back yeah. on center at plus one fifty. So uh, we'll we'll see who advances here. Obviously, a big match for both of these guys, and that's the thing with the U.S. Open right now. With so many of the established names right now, some of these guys. Uh, center has never been, by the way, out of the quarterfinals in any major, but he's the eleven seed, been a nice up and comer, and of course. Uh, Birdman of Alcaraz, the fr- he's never even been to a semifinal here, despite yeah. the fact he's currently number four in the world, the 19-year-old Spaniard. But uh, we'll see if uh, we'd rather rock, laugh with the sinners and cry with the saints as uh, Yannick Sinner <laughs> currently at deuce against Alcaraz, uh, fifth game of the first set. Well, that lack of experience, I think, could present some live betting opportunities because you mentioned all these guys. Yeah. I mean, even Kachanov has never been to a yeah. semifinal of a Grand Slam. Tiafo. That, his first and that's here. one of the reasons like, I, I did like the over tonight in terms of the games because I thought, okay, this is going to go back and forth a little bit. There are going Nobody to be has some the breaks. There are going to be some pressure moments. We saw it last night with Kyrgios and Kachanov. Yep. You know, just the pressure getting to these guys, and they would hold serve early, and then they would break late in the set. We already had the first break was from uh, Alcaraz, so now uh, – Center trying to get the advantage here and go three to two as Alcaraz would like to get another break here. What a shot, though, by Center. A nice return. He was falling backwards on the baseline and 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 put it away. So we're seeing really good shot making in this match, at least early on. Yeah. I, I almost think that these guys are gonna get a little nervy. Yeah. And, and we saw and, that. Last and, and, night. and that's what and happens. That be, and that and that and that advantage. sometimes leads to very long matches when you've got pretty even players here and look at uh, Alcaraz minus 180 that's not a huge favorite by any stretch of the imagination plus 150 on the other side for the Italian center so yeah I think we're in for probably a long match another long match late at night at the U.S. Open but we're not complaining so if we get a situation to where one of these guys ends up being like plus 250 plus 275 to win the match mm-hmm. would you then maybe get involved to just to try to grab a big number knowing that maybe whoever is leading might yeah. get a little rattled once you it cer- gets close you, to the You certainly, time. I think, could try to kind of put yourself in a position to trade out, especially yes. you know when you get plus money on both prizes and, and uh, on both players, and that's what a lot of tennis betters do in matches like this. You know, it's, it's what just, I didn't do oh, last night. It's like curious. okay, okay, lock in, lock, lock in profit. There's nothing yeah. wrong with being an earner. And that's one thing you could do via live betting for our show live bet tonight here on VSIN is there are opportunities where you're going to be able to lock in plus money. And it's just like, yeah, I don't get the big score, but you know what? I lock in a half unit here. I lock in, you know, two thirds, 0.65 units or something like that. That adds up. And that's the difference between, you know, the bottom line sometimes with the winning season or winning better and a losing better. No, I I think that's great advice there. Definitely. Because uh, I, I know I, I'll do that in some other sports. I did that in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I was able to kind of get the Warriors and the Celtics. Be- because the NBA, the NBA, in my opinion, actually, it's, it's sport not that it. there aren't other good sports. So don't don't you know keep tuning in until the NBA season <laughs> yeah. and then on throughout. But well, training camp starts but, in about a few weeks. But the it. NBA is kind of a sport made for live betters, I think, because yeah. I will tell you, last year most of my stuff was second half or was in game. 
And, and that's pretty much what I did for the NBA. And, uh, you know, now one of the things, though, I used to not watch it. I used to just be like, okay, I'll wait till the fourth quarter, you know, if I'm doing something. But now you kind of have to watch early at least to get used to that rotation. And then, of course, our guy, JVT, I don't mind, you know, saying I use some of his stuff because I oh, think yeah. I think preflop, look, you he's going to outsource this. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> preflop, preflop, he's going to be better than I am. So if I con- if I combine a pretty darn good preflop better like JVT that really puts in the work. Yeah. And then, you know, doing what I think I do best, which is like second half and, and in-game betting for the NBA, that translates to a winning season because, you know, when you, like I was saying at the top of the segment here, when you have so many sports, it is easy to get overwhelmed. And I'm a guy that, you know, bets multiples, and I don't discourage people from being specialists. If you're good in hockey – bet hockey and don't concentrate on something else. But if you're somebody that does a, a little bit of everything, like you were saying, you got to outsource a little bit. You got to listen to some people yeah. and, and be willing to kind of, you know, follow, especially if they have a proven track record, you know, not somebody that just has like one hot season and then next year they're hitting like 39% or something. So somebody with a proven track record that's going to win season after season. I think the one thing for me with this whole like outsourcing and specializing because it's it's an interesting conversation to have for a lot of betters who are, might, might not be new but are still maybe been doing this for a couple of years. But I know for me, when I really started to kind of get a more sophisticated handle on how to do some NFL stuff, mm-hmm. just knowing how much time and energy and effort it got put into doing yeah. that almost allowed me to be like, okay, I need to just focus strictly yeah. on NFL and kind I- of outsource some of these other sports because – I don't have the time to try to do what I'm doing in the NFL with a number of different sports. I'll give an example that gives credence to your point here. After the program last night, I didn't get a chance to listen to it because we were doing the show. But uh, uh, my buddy Eddie Walls at Drink Your Milkshake on Twitter, he uh, does a little Twitter space and does it with, I believe, somebody, I forget the gentleman's name, that works for Right Angle Sports, which is a notable service that concentrates mainly on college football and college basketball. And they were going through, like, you know, a handful of games is only like a third. 30 minute thing and they were talking a little bit and that's sometimes what we don't do as betters you know because we have so much going on like this time of year we have no time to do it but like to really assess you know how much work you put in you know it's like you know here's what we do on Sunday we have a conference call and we have this and you know that you're putting and Eddie Eddie Wallace was saying you know he put in about 70 hours a week you know just just doing college football I believe, you it. know, so, so what is he doing for other sports that he might be, you know, he's maybe not handicapping him on his own. So he's not necessarily originating. So you can't necessarily be an originator on everything. There's no way. Some guys are originators strictly on college football or strictly on NFL. Like our buddy, Las Vegas, Chris, Chris, the Nuck. he's an originator on NFL. He's not, and he's not necessarily a numbers guy or an analyst guy. A lot of it is situational and a lot of it is working at market. So there, there are so many ways to do this. There's no one right way. I think it's good to kind of learn a little bit of everything. So it's like, I'm never going to understand the advanced quant stuff, but at least I can learn a little bit about it to put it into context. Yeah, you can put it into context. You can maybe dabble and take some shortcuts and some things that they do and add it to what you do because I, I, yeah. I, I 100% agree with you about the take a little bit from everybody mm-hmm. else and see what works for you because ultimately yeah. you're the one that's placing the best. Because it takes time <laughs> yeah. to develop a style. Like that's- some people like... I recognize, and and I'm not one of these poo-poo analytics. I mean, they're here to stay, and I think that they should be used for what you can understand about them. But at my core, at the end of the day, I'm always like a situational 
and fundamental handicapper. That's what I look at, especially more so in college sports. I think in professional sports like the NBA, one of the reasons I think JVT does such a good job at the NBA is because he's really committed to looking at the numbers, looking at, you know, the cleaning the glass, you know, how many points per per 100 possessions or how many point non-garbage time minutes, you know, looking at the advanced stats that the average better is not going to do. And when you put in the work, more often than not in this game, you're going to get rewarded for that. That's uh, probably why college basketball is probably my secondary sport that I handicap because I don't have the time to mm-hmm. go way, way advanced in that. So I go mm-hmm. about it from a situational angle. Yeah, that, that's, what I, that's what I think you have to do because it's such a scheduling type of sport because, yep. you know, some teams are going to have conference games in very early December with these expanded super conferences and then teams coming off, you know, a long layoff. It was especially like that in the COVID season oh where you had a team. They hadn't played in 28 days. days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you get the teams now that we have the normal schedule. You get the teams that go to the holiday tournaments and then you notice these coaches getting smarter too because it's like well we played in Maui so we're not going to go home and play you know Baylor or somebody or Gonzaga or go to Gonzaga we're going to get you know a division two school or an NAIA school or or one of the SWAC schools sorry to pick on the SWAC but (laughs) we're going to get Mississippi Valley State somebody down there like 350 in the Ken Palm because we know that this is a hangover game, so we don't want to get anybody that's going to come in and beat us off a trip to, like, Hawaii or Alaska or something. Yeah, there's scheduled ATS losses in yes. college basketball. You just got to find them, uh, and that's the beauty of betting college basketball. The beauty of the U.S. Open is that right now, Yannick Sinner and Carlos Alcaraz minus 115 each way here. It's a coin flip game over at DraftKings. Sinner up three games to two here in this first set. That's kind of a lengthy first set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might be going deep into the night once again with another Alcaraz match here. Over yes. at Arthur Ashe Stadium, but it's a good game or a good match, I should say, right now uh, over at the quarterfinals. And they are the like US. Benny Bardonis uh, taking us into the night. <laughs> yeah. If I could fly, I'd pick you up, Femi. You never know what you get. I didn't know we were going to talk a whole <laughs> thing about situational handicap. I know. And all that stuff. We, we, just, we, we, we go where we go, folks. A couple guys talking about some bets. We're just talking ball. <laughs> That's talking all we're doing. We're going to talk some live ball on the other side here. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Don't go away. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons, and our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early for a discount of $175. You'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options to become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. Um, the DraftKings VIP better having a good Wednesday night. He's Wes. $100,000, has $100,000 more to play with uh, for this uh, opening NFL weekend. Definitely does. The Mets win it. 10 nothing over the Pittsburgh Pirates there. We had Matt Grill on earlier of DraftKings, and he told us about a better who bet hundred grand on the Mets at minus 9.5 on the run line when they were leading 9 nothing. And shortly after, they go ahead and get that 10th run, and they're able to hang on for the 10 nothing victory out there in the Steel City. So congratulations to that person, and uh, pass us some money if you want to do that. Just kidding. Uh, but uh, on a more serious note, Juan Soto, our producer Aaron Oster, was telling us that Juan Soto was hit by a pitch and had to leave the game. Right now, the San Diego Padres, they lead the Arizona Diamondbacks 4-3 to in the fifth inning here, and the Padres are minus 490 on the money line. You get the Diamondbacks plus 370, the total sitting at 10.5. But with Soto now out, we presume, for the rest of this game, would you maybe get involved with this road dog here? of the D-backs at a plus money price. Well, I think you absolutely could because uh, now this is going to the bottom of the fifth, by the way. San Diego's yes. going to bat, That's so you're going to get price. a little more on the side. But you, Darvish, uh, 81 pitches so far, so you got to think, okay, at maximum, he's only going six tonight. 81 pitches, uh, has given up four hits, two walks, six strikeouts, by the way, for Darvish, three earned runs. So you don't think that he's going to be going anywhere further past the six, maybe only goes five and a third or five and two-thirds. So... You know, Arizona could be live. I know they did lose last night, but we've been saying, look, Arizona is one of those teams. They play hard every night. Now, they don't exactly have 
one of their better pitchers on the hill. They, of course, don't have Zach Gallen on the hill, and they don't have Merrill Kelly like they had last night, so it's Henry, the left-hander. But, yeah, Arizona would be one that I would probably take a shot at because I think even though they're five games under 500, they're not a team that have necessarily mailed into the season. They play hard every night. And uh, speaking of playing hard, both these guys at the U.S. Open, uh, Alcaraz, by the way, does get a break oh, he here. So there now four to three over Yannick Sinner. And then uh, just looking at DraftKings, uh, I have uh, Carlos Alcaraz minus 240, Yannick Sinner Ooh. plus 175. It's not quite to that range that we were talking about. We were talking about maybe plus 250, plus 275. Mm -hmm. Right now, center plus 175. But if he gets to plus 250, I start to get a little intrigued by these guys because yeah. I think whoever's leading in this match has that killer mm -hmm. instinct to go out and close this deal here and to win in straight well, sets. Because, I think this is going to be a match where it's going to go back. Yeah, and, and that's why I did end up playing the over. I played it at 39 and a half games. It closed 40 and a half, but... That's what I thought. I said, okay, this is at least going four sets. I don't think this is going to be a straight set whitewash uh, here with the 11 seed against the three seed. Pretty evenly matched players as well. Yeah, I'm curious to see where this number goes if Alcaraz does indeed close out this first set here. He was the favorite. If he wins the first set, knowing he only needs to win two more sets, we might get that plus 200 price mm -hmm. there on center. And maybe, maybe, just maybe. Didn't work out last night, but maybe, just maybe, we get involved here. Uh, in the little U.S. Open over at Arthur Ashe Stadium. But going back to baseball, sticking in that state of New York, they're the Bronx Bombers in the doubleheader against the Minnesota Twins. They lead it 4-1 in the seventh inning. Right now you can get the Yankees minus 6,000 on the money line. Twins 13-1, but the total sits at 6.5 and, and is juiced towards the under at minus 150, the over sitting at plus 120 here, West. Yeah. And it's... It's a tough one to get involved here. We haven't really been watching this game. Full you, disclosure, it hasn't been up on our monitors. You, you we do, have it up now. You but. do have Judge third up, by the way, in the bottom of the seventh. So you're getting He's, one more at bat. You're also getting Glaber Torres at back. Glaber Torres hit a home run earlier in the day game today. Judge is a walking home run. Yes. So, But this lineup, if you look, uh, Yankees resting a lot of guys tonight. So you've got Trevino in there and Cabrera and... Florial in center field, Peraza at shortstop, uh, Connor Falefa, by the way, responsible for the four runs, a grand slam in the bottom of the fourth. Every time they have this MVP discussion, and there was more of it today, mm -hmm. it was like Judge hits a home run. <laughs> I know. I know. He's like, shut up, Twitter people. Like, you know, all you guys that are just dying trying to will your Otani tickets home. Like, I'm a fan too, but this is mine. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. And I get it. And, and if I had no Tani ticket, I'd probably be doing the same. Yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah. Like, I would probably yeah, do the same. Uh, try to put those vibes out J there. Jason Weingarten, who appears on Gill Show in the mornings here on VSIN a couple times a week, he is trying to will that sucker home, man. He really is. <laughs> Gotta, but gotta but you know you what? I, 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 ad, I admire the persistence and I admire yeah. the never say die and the fight attitude. It's not over until it's over, but we're very close to over. Yeah, it's, it's award season, man. When it's, when it's awards, yes. you got to campaign because these things end up being popularity contests. Um, your Cincinnati Reds, your team, taking care of business over at the friendly confines at Wrigley Field. They Don't say that too loud that yeah. they're my team. <laughs> hey, man, you got to embrace it. I know. You, 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 you know, you got you to stick with them. Uh, but, uh, Dance with the one who brung yeah. you. Yeah. Now, they're 53 and 80. I remember people saying earlier this year when they got off to that hard, that bad start, it's like these guys, these guys ain't winning 50 games, let alone 60 games. So they're probably going to get 60. Just don't lose 100. 
that's what I'm hopeful for for the Reds, to uh, to be honest with you. So 7-1 uh, Cincinnati Reds in the top of the ninth over the Chicago Cubs. And plus, I'd, I'd, I'd love for the Reds. I think they're like uh, three games behind the Cubs. I'd love for them to go ahead and pass the Cubs just so I can screw with my uh, Chicago <laughs> Northside friends from college. Cincinnati. Have you ever had the uh, Skyline Chili? I have. What's the review on that? I've never uh, tried it. Uh, I don't like that particular brand, but I do. I do like the chili with the spaghetti. I know a and lot of people do on, not. Like, I, like a big I, I, I do. Uh, now I have had Skyline chili. One of the things I will recommend. I did this in high school. Don't eat before. Don't eat Skyline chili before you do any type of physical activity. Like the only activity I that it, should be, it should be, yeah. Well, well, it didn't when you were when you were 16 years old, Femi. That's fair. There's because you're that's you're fair. kind of a dumbass when you're that age, and I certainly was. Uh, don't eat that skyline chili for football practice because oh my, if God. you happen to do it on Gasser Day, which I happen to do, there are about five or six of us on the side just throwing up in the woods. It was a miserable experience. Yeah, that was me after Nick Kyrgios lost the match last night. <laughs> no, yes, it wasn't. But yeah, no, that sounds that sounds brutal, man. Uh, that's something. Yeah, I, I but, can't say I didn't. Do but I am. But, but I. But I know Skyline Chili is very divisive in terms of a food topic here. That's I don't know. I, ask you I, I know. Is Matt here. Humans listening? Call in or wait. We don't take phone calls, but <laughs> yeah. call in and uh, weigh in on uh, what your Skyline opinion of that Chili. is, or maybe Mitch and Paul or somebody. Well, let's weigh in right now on the Houston Astros game. They're taking on the Texas Rangers, and we had the chance to get the Astros at plus money. They have now tied the game three mm-hmm. three in the seventh inning. So the Astros go from being plus 180 around that range now, minus 185. Yes. Speaking of food, can we get a Whataburger here? Speaking of uh, Texas uh, here in <laughs> Las Vegas, that would be nice. That's one of the few yeah. things we don't have. But, yeah, Kyle Tucker with a two-run shot here in the bottom of the six. And, uh, look, uh, the Astros, I was mentioning, you know, all these big favorites, they get priced into the market. You're paying an extra tax. But when some of them get there, they'll keep betting them. So, it looked like that was the one that was going to go down tonight, and it still might. It's three to three. But one favorite that is in a little bit of a world of hurt, that would be the St. Louis Cardinals against the Washington Nationals. Just the one solo shot uh, from Goldie in the fourth, but Luke Voigt, a two-run shot. That now makes it five to one Nats over the St. Louis Cardinals. So, I'm seeing Nats minus 3,000 plus 1,200 on the Cardinals. Nats run line. Uh, Actually, plus one and a half, you can get minus five seventy, minus one and a half on the Cardinals. Uh, a little bit over four dollars. The uh, the total, I guess, has not been adjusted because it's like three and a half. Wait a minute, they've already got six runs. But like I was saying, it just takes one baseball favorite on a day or a night to to kill a parlay. This was over three dollars for the St. Louis Cardinals, and they're in a world of hurt in the bottom of the eighth. Tell you what, here, Wes, uh, looking at the U.S. Open action, quarterfinal between Skinner and Alcaraz. Skinner's plus 215. Yes. Plus 215 right now. If he goes ahead and drops this set like he's favored to do. Yes. I mean. But then if he then if he's disappointed, you're disappointed you, you're going to be like that principal from The Simpsons. Skinner! <laughs> and I'll just never bet tennis again. Yes. <laughs> that's that's going to happen. Can be, tennis can be frustrating. And, then, and, then tomorrow, I, and, and it's something I wish I could bet more during yeah. the year, but I only really do the Grand Slams. Just, yeah. you know, like we say, you get so much stuff, it's a time equity thing. Time is your most valuable resource as a sports better. I, I was outsourcing to my smart tennis people during Wimbledon, and mm-hmm. they helped me win a lot of money on Novak Djokovic. So mm-hmm. that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I was he, he's won, a, he's won people a lot of money over the yes. years. I've, I've taken part in that as well. Didn't show up for the U.S. Open, but that's neither here no. nor there. Uh, but right now, center plus 225, Alcaraz minus 320. 
Maybe we'll get involved here after this first set. Find out on the other side. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. So cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. Beast and Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe, Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Beast Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Before we went to break, talking about what's going on at Arthur Ashe Stadium, mm-hmm. Yannick Center versus Carlos Alcaraz. So Alcaraz wins the first set 6-3. to three. So now Alcaraz is minus 450 to win the match. Center is plus 300. And we talked about that plus 250, plus yeah. 275. Yeah. Now it's plus 300. But during the break, talking with you and our producer Aaron Oster, you guys are trying to pour some cold water on me. Trying to, trying to, well, trying to cool me off here and not. Well, make me I, I'm pouring cold water on myself <laughs> to get involved because I'm already invested on the over uh, for the for this one. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I don't want straight sets here. You know, you want some tie breaks. So six, three, nine games in the first set. So you know, basically, like to get that over. If you did play it over games, you need center to w- at least win a set. So you need this to at least go four. I think to have a chance for it. But Alcaraz starts uh, set two on serve. Currently up forty to fifteen in the first game. Yeah, so I have not placed a bet. Uh, we'll see if an opportunity presents itself. And uh, we do have a all rise. These people in the seats there at the stadium all rise right now because uh, number ninety nine is up at the dish. Uh, Fifty five home runs uh, on the season. And actually, he is no longer at the dish because, by the way, Ooh. he just got intentionally walked. Uh, come on. That's why they're up. They're booing here, the Twins. Yeah, uh, uh, had, one, had uh, I believe, two in the first game, or I think it – no, it was two in this game and had one in the early game. So three intentional walks for Aaron Judge. So uh, he's getting the old the old Barry Bones treatment. Gosh, how's he going to break the uh, – Maris's yeah. record if he's getting yeah, intentionally he, walked. He, 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 he might not be going to, but uh, which is interesting because I saw on Caesars William Hill they had the prop up sixty-two plus home runs, yes, no for Aaron Judge, and the yes was minus one twenty. The no mm-hmm. was even money, and I didn't bet it, but I took a second. I was like, hey, is he really gonna break this record? It's right, not, not a whole lot of time left to be played. Now I get it; it feels like every other day he hits a damn home run, so I can see why that would be the case, but. I feel like uh, even money for him to not get to 62. Right, right. Would you be interested in that? I mean, there's only there's less than a month left now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to pursue that. But you know, if you're getting these intentional walks, especially if the Yankees are playing against a bunch of playoff teams, yeah, that's what you are worried about uh, a little bit with this. Uh, so. You know, if you're getting these teams like the Twins that are not only in the mix for the Central, but also getting into uh, uh, the uh, wild card and whatnot. So I'm just uh, I'm taking a gander really quickly on the fly at the uh, Yankee schedule. They'll end the series with the Twins tomorrow. And then, of course, they have the Rays in for a three game set. And then they go for two games in Boston. Then they go to three games at Milwaukee. You get two with the Pirates, uh, uh, four more with the Red Sox. So the Red Sox are out of it, but it's still Yankees Red Sox. 
you know. So the Red Sox are going to try to jam the Yankees any way they could, and it would be the other <laughs> uh, other side of the coin as well. Then the Yankees got three with the Blue Jays, and then I believe Baltimore at the end of the month comes in, and then the Yankees closed out with four on the road at the Rangers. So a little bit of a mixed bag. Not all world beaters, certainly, on that schedule, but you've got plenty of playoff teams, and that's something you got to take into context a little bit, I think, is, you know, how many of these teams, look, it's like, we don't want number 55 to beat us. We don't want to pitch to that guy. So if you're the Brewers, are you going to be one to give him very much when you are right now, like, I think three and a half back of the NL wild card. So it's like every game is going to count. And that's a series you're going to absolutely need in the middle of the month. Yeah. I don't see them pitching it to Aaron Judge the rest of the way. Now, they're not going to intentionally walk him every single game, but. His mm-hmm. opportunities, I think, are going to be few and far between. Yeah. And if you make a mistake, it's likely going out of the yard. But I just think that there are a lot of pitchers are just not going to really want to get up into his zone there, knowing that he's capable of sending them deep. Yeah, so uh, that's when you're going to want to look and see, okay, if he's the protection for somebody else, you know, when some of these guys yeah. get back in the lineup, obviously second game, so this is a lot of rest and, and whatnot. But uh, look, You've still got you've got Rizzo still on the injured list. You've got Benintendi on the injured list with that hand injury. Stanton uh, got banged up the other day too. Yeah, he he he, he did. I think he's close to coming back. Uh, Carpenter's been on the DL since August. Of course, he's more of a bench like pinch hit type. Josh Donaldson is out due to uh, paternity leave at least for a few more days, and then Lemayhew questionable uh, toe injury. So. You don't really have a lot of protection around Aaron Judge right now. So that's one of the reasons, probably, why, even though we hated his fans, you know, we're booing, wanting him to pitch to him. But there's a reason why, because there's not a lot of guys around the lineup that can really beat you with all these guys out. Tell you what, if I make that bet, I'm not going to be booing if they're intentionally walking him. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Good good call. Good strategy. Exactly. Good strategy. That's how you got to play it. That's fundamental baseball. It's fundamental baseball. Uh, That is not up right now. But uh, after this game, I'll see if it ends up being up because I'm very fascinated. If it's even money again, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but I just I'll have to say it, it. I really paused when I saw that price of man. I can get even money on Judge to not break sixty one. So hey, we'll we'll see. You know, it's I mean, we we know these these games are going to get tighter mm-hmm. the the further we go down in the stretch here. And speaking of which, here Wes, we had Matt Grill on earlier in the first hour. College football, opening lines for week three. Now, we have about eight or nine of these games here. I wanted to get some of your thoughts here as we have a little bit of time right now in the action on some of these college football games. That Oklahoma one is the one that really fascinates me just because of the line being five this summer with the game of the year lines coming out. Now it's sitting at eight. Nobody's going to want anything to do with this this, uh, Nebraska team. Mm -hmm. Scott Frost, and I've been a very big critic of Scott Frost. It's one of the reasons why I didn't really want to buy into Nebraska this year because I thought that all the quote-unquote unluckiness was just that they just have a crappy coach who doesn't know what to do in close games, and that's probably the case. But when you're getting them more than a touchdown at home, last year they did a good job of keeping games close against some elite competition. Remember they almost beat Oklahoma last year uh, down there in Norman. Uh, Second week uh, for Nebraska, a lot better in the first, even though they did struggle. I think they were tied at the half, and then Nebraska got the offense going a little bit in the second half. Uh, did turn it over a little bit too much, two turnovers last week, but they did have 437 yards, Looked uh, and they ran the ball very well, obviously, against an FCS opponent. But if you look at Nebraska in the first game, five, 465 is really the defense because Northwestern just kind of ran a pedestrian defense on them and yeah. scored. But – 
that is something I'm going to w- want to look at this week. Uh, Nebraska has Georgia Southern, I believe, uh, just trying to uh, look for that number, and there it is. Uh, Nebraska laying around 23, 63 on the total to Georgia Southern, and then uh, you look at their opponent, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, a big win and a, and a cover over UTEP. Oklahoma against Kent State. We saw what Michael Penix Jr. did in Seattle with the yeah. Washington Huskies against Penn, against Kent State. Good to see uh, Michael Penix healthy again, but Oklahoma going to be a huge favorite once again. I would not be surprised. I'm not laying it, but they're 33 and a half, 72 and a half on the total. Would not be surprised if they cover. So, you know, maybe wait on this. You might That's get you might get close to 10. Yeah. On this. Let's say Nebraska, you know, handles Georgia Southern okay. But, you know, maybe they beat them by right around the spread. Or maybe it's very similar to last week, 38-17, to 17, where it's like they're not challenged, but they don't look really great. People are going to want to fade them again. Betters always bet what they see last. And that's really one of the beauties of college football betting. I know this is going to sound profound, and this is going to sound obvious. In college football, with maybe a few rare exceptions, maybe like your real two or three elite teams, like an Alabama or something like that, with college football – you hardly ever have the same team two weeks in a row. And I know it sounds obvious and profound because we're dealing with 18 to 23-year-old young men. Okay, these are not pros. These guys, you know, have problems with their girlfriend or have problems with grades or stuff going on in their life or whatever. So it's very hard to keep their attention sometimes and keep their focus. So, you know, you get a little high on the hog, you blow a couple teams out, you beat this team, it's like this program's not on our level, and then Nebraska maybe can come get you. So... We'll see. I, I think if double, if like double digits, it won't be like big double digits, like fourteen no, or something that. like that. But ten or ten and a half or eleven, I'd at least take a look at the Cornhuskers. I'm not necessarily saying I would bet it. I want to see obviously the results of the weekend. But yeah, I, I think you know you said it was five in the game of the year, mm-hmm. and if you could be getting almost close to a touchdown, better. I think that that's good value, and that's what you want to play on in college football because you get these massive overreactions. More often than not, earlier in the season, week one to week two, week two to week three, week three to week four. Now, as we get into like late November around Thanksgiving time, the numbers are kind of going to be what they are. I completely agree there. If if it's double digits or ten and a half, yeah, I think I'll probably have a Nebraska ticket, and I'm not going to feel good about it. But I think it's just a bet that you probably have to make if you want to bet the game. I can also pass, but I don't think I would ever bet Oklahoma. Yeah, like laying ten and a half or laying. Yeah, 11. because look, this is the first road start for a, a very good quarterback in Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, but this is his first road start, and this is a lot different. Nebraska is going to be sold out for that game. That's going to be a great atmosphere. I'm guessing that will be a uh, you know a really big game. I think it's an early noon kickoff game. But nevertheless, they're going to be hyped in Lincoln. They're definitely going to be hyped. We're hyped about these calls from all week three lines. I'm going to talk more about them on the other side. It's Visa Live Bet. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light. Pick them now to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And always drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi and Bebefe, Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Talking a little college football week three. We had Matt Grill of DraftKings earlier with us in the first hour as we discussed some of the openers for week number three in college football, which is really cool. Something they're doing over there at DraftKings, giving us those following week lines every Wednesday night. And Matt will be joining us every single Wednesday here throughout the college football season. So make sure to tune into that segment. A lot of great information passed along there about how they got to some of these numbers here. And I wanted to ask you about this Fresno State and USC one here, Wes, because that's one that moved at open. They opened USC laying 16, now 14 and a half here with the Bulldogs getting some of that money here with some more anti-USC money entering the market after what we've seen in their Week 2 game here as well this week. Yeah, when you look at USC uh, last week, uh, a, a very convincing win, obviously, in the scorebook when you have 66-14. to 14. But by the way, I believe uh, three pick sixes. Now, the Trojans dominated the game stat-wise, 538-280 to 280 in terms of yards. But when, when you have a big underdog like Rice was last week, what were they in the 30s? And that was when yeah. we said, hey, maybe look for the second half on this team. But the one thing you got to look at, too, is also style of play. 
Rice was trying to chuck it all over the yard. And, and really what you want when you have a team like that, you want a team that's going to be able to run the ball and control the clock when you're a big underdog. And Rice was not able to do that. Three pick sixes for USC. So they now go on the road to uh, take on uh, David Shaw and Stanford, who, you know, not a lot expected for them, but they do have a blue chip quarterback in Tanner McKee, 22 to 37 for 308 yards. So uh, Stanford has gotten the money. They played uh, FCS Colgate, beat them 41 to 10. I'm sure David Shaw really didn't want to show very much. And, you know, you kind of know what Stanford's offense is. They like to run the ball. They like to run a lot of double tight ends. One of the things I noticed in that Stanford box score last week, as dominant as they were, they had four turnovers. They lost three fumbles last week. So that's something you are definitely going to have to clean up. We know USC, I just mentioned, that had three pick sixes for touchdowns. So that's something you're going to want to look at. USC, of course, has been bet against. Uh, I didn't get on the early number. I I would lean that way, but I was late to the party on Stanford. But you could still get nine and a half out there. I think it's as low as eight, though, in the market. It's probably going to dance around there. Meanwhile, on the other side, Fresno State, they are going to host Oregon State, so they get another, you know, we talk about how Fresno State kind of gets up for those, you know, those Pac-10 Pac-12, teams, yeah. or Pac-12 teams, I've said Pac-10. Yellow card. Yes, I know, I know. I'm, well, <laughs> I'm, 100, I'm 100 years old, so, but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Fresno State last week, if you recall, uh, Jake Hayner did put up some big numbers, but they only won 35-7 to over Cal Poly, I think. Jeff Tedford, uh, you know, played some of his backups, didn't necessarily, I think, rub it in. But Fresno State, when you look at the score, it wasn't that impressive. I forget what the closing number was against Pauly, but they had 549 yards. Jake Hayner, 377 through the air, 36 of 43. And I mentioned Jake Hayner did it to UCLA. That was one of the cooler games I watched. It was a Pac-12 after dark game Mm -hmm. last year. Jake Hayner was getting the absolute hell beat out of him by the UCLA defense, but kept took a look and kept on ticking and kept driving it down the field, made some big-time throws where you're like, okay, that kid could be maybe a pro quarterback someday. He's but, a good quarterback. So it's not surprising that Fresno State necessarily is getting the money, at least on the early. I think that was the only one when we talked to Matt Grill at DraftKings. That was the only one of these 10 games that they put out where they really saw any movement. People just coming in against USC. Uh, I actually am involved in this Oregon State, Fresno State. I did take the over 61. It's 61, 61 and a half now in the market. I think that that's going to be a high scoring game. I know Oregon State didn't really show to, didn't really have to do too much. Boise State looked awful up there in Corvallis, and they're getting bet against again in the market, by the way. So I think high scoring game. Fresno State obviously can throw the ball. Jeff Tedford back quick offense, quick tempo in terms of like a West Coast offense. So I think Fresno State, Oregon State going to be a late night Saturday shootout. And then if Fresno State beats Oregon State, this probably, even if USC covers against Stanford, this is probably going to get hit again on that Fresno side where you might see them a little bit less than two touchdowns. Which would get really interesting there because USC, I think, is a team, especially from a live betting perspective, is very fascinating because I think – it's either going to go one way. If USC can dominate you in the trenches, mm-hmm. they might run you off of the field. But mm-hmm. if you can kind of make it a stalemate or dominate them in the trenches, yeah. I think that's when the Trojans might find, run into some problems there. And I think the game coming up this Saturday um, against Stanford is one that I think that I really want to see how that USC front 
handle stopping the Stanford because Stanford attack still there. has a very good they, offensive line. Yeah, they move and, people down, and they, they draft and they and they really recruit very well in that. And 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 Stanford, it's not easy to recruit because the academic. Uh, oh. You know, in terms of you can't get everybody into Stanford University, so it's not like you can get any five-star you want, but they've always recruited very well on the offensive line. They've kind of hit a lull, David Shaw's program has, in terms of where they are. Is this the comeback year? Not a lot really talked about or expected from them, but I looked at their returning, and, and I was like, they should be able to move the ball. This is old-school yeah. Stanford football. I know this is old-school in a new-school era, but... I think that they can move the football. And one of the concerns I have for USC, and in terms of what I talked about and why I did like Utah, and I still like Utah in the back 12. By the way, they have not lost a conference game, even though they did lose a tough one down there at Florida. And look, that's a tough place to win. If they would have got a win, we'd been sky high on that team. But, you know, lost by three there at the end. But USC, what I mentioned, and the difference between USC and Utah for me at the start of the season when we were evaluating these teams over the summer USC, as good as they are on offense, I fully expect them to be explosive with Caleb Williams and then die and, you know, a good stable of running backs. They're always tailback you on the West Coast, but they've still got holes on defense. I mean, real, you know, and that's going to take Lincoln Riley a couple classes to really get settled. You know, they've had to rely a lot on the transfer portal. So that tells you the depth is still a little bit short out there in Southern California. So yeah, I, I think you're going to continue to see USC get faded in the market. Yeah, that, that's a game that I'm just really, really interested to see because if I see early on that USC can't stop that run game, I think Stanford's live to win the game outright. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where we're at here. But if but if Stanford struggles to run the football, right. I think that's a situation to where maybe just hammer USC live here and they mm-hmm. might be able to run these guys off of the field because if Stanford gets behind early, it's going to be tough for them to hang into this game because they're going to have to somewhat abandon that run, yeah. especially if they get down two, three touchdowns and then have to end up having to throw the football there. That's not what they want to do. They want to play the game in the phone booth there and just be, have those road graders move people off the line of scrimmage and run the ball that way. EJ Smith there, Emmett Smith's kid, toting, yeah. toting the rock for the Cardinal. Yeah, exactly. So, Pretty and look, a very big offensive line, David Shaw. And Shaw always is like to run those like double tight formations oh, and whatnot. Yeah. All, three tight ends. Going, going all the way back to Andrew Luck when he was there. And, you know, Stanford was always such a good team with the lead, too. They were always a team you can count on. And you mm-hmm. love them for second half funders because you're like, okay, they're not getting crazy with they're the cheese whiz here. Absolutely. They're going to grind out that clock there. Michigan State and Washington, clearly that always catches my eye being a Washington Husky fan. Michael Penix, I thought, looked pretty good in the opener against Kent State there. Michigan State, they covered against Western Michigan, mm-hmm. but we watched that game last Thursday. They didn't really look that impressive. Mel Tucker's team uh, opening it against Western Michigan. I, I, I asked Matt this question. I'm going to ask it to you as well. Is there a chance that you think Washington could close as a favorite? I think they could, depending on what Michigan State does against Akron. Now, they're like a five-touchdown favorite over the Akron Zips, who mm-hmm. did did get a win last week, but they had to go overtime against uh, the Red Flash of SFPA, St. Francis PA, which is an FCS school. So that's why you're seeing Sparty, I think, such a big favorite. And, yeah, they were kind of a little bit ho-hum against Western Michigan. They might have covered the early number late, didn't cover all numbers, but – really had to kind of find a way to get away. And Michigan State only held the ball for like 22 and a half minutes too. So bad on third down. They were only 3 of 10, so they really couldn't stay on the field. And look, breaking in kind of a two-headed running back here because we know Kenneth Walker, now a member of the Seattle Seahawks. So well, you've got Burger and Broussard. <laughs> 
doing both of the both of the uh, running duties for the Spartans. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if UW closes favorite. You know, I think just to put a circle and circle back to what we talked about in the last segment there, um, and you mentioned it about these college football openers, some of these games of the year that these lines have moved so heavily there, mm-hmm. especially in this Oklahoma and Nebraska game, which where it was sitting at five, now it's all the way to eight. Maybe it gets to double digits by kickoff week three here. Sometimes it's advantageous to play against yeah. some of all of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because keep in mind, a lot of the steam, yeah, it comes from sharp guys, but it's lower limits. Yes. So it doesn't take a lot to move that number. So don't, don't don't necessarily follow all these moves in the game of the year. That was market. our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across all of our shows, 20 every single day, all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Come back, hour number three, VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can all made to order, so you can all made to order, so you can all made to order. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.